Hi there. What? <laughs> 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 you always okay? beats you, 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 you but you button hooked me. Uh, you button hooked uh, me. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, regular regular star back over there. That's me. <laughs> hey Nick. How's it hey going, guys. man? Hey there. Hey Greg. Hey. Hi Greg. Hi. Hi. How how are you boys? Good. Am I doing good? Yeah. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Yes. Happy Thursday. Yeah. Thursdays. <sighs> Thursdays always solid, man. Uh, Greg, where do you find yourself this week? Well, I'm currently in uh, Philadelphia, but I'm heading out to what? the Rust Belt. I think it's okay. called. Oh, yeah. Like the Chicago and uh, Indianapolis area this weekend for some gigs, sure. believe it or not. Ooh, so everything's still on? Everything's still on. Okay. You know, good. You, hear the, uh, you feeling yeah. you feeling good about everything? Oh yeah, man. Yeah. No, I can't wait to uh, to rock. You know. Excellent. So we'll see how you know. We'll see. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting uh, spirit. But you know, in those areas, I mean, even here in Philly, it's I don't know. It feels pretty laid back, despite you know all the craziness. The rising rising you know, cases, the, yeah. The rising cases yeah. and stuff. I don't know. Dude, you know, there's they're they're letting us play. So you know. Sweet. Here we are. You know, we'll, when we I'll, need some. We need some reporting when you get back. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, keep be... the eyes sharp. Keep them sharp. And you guys, you guys are doing the bubble thing, right? Everybody's going to be in bubbles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Just like the flaming lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does Wayne, Wayne Coin like patent that or anything? That is the most flaming lips solution to a pandemic it is the concert most I have lips. ever seen <laughs> in my absolute life. He's been doing this... that for his for for a while, like as a thing for sure. just himself, right? Where he goes out in the crowd in a bubble. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't exactly. even put he two just, and two together, but yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the Flaming Lips just did a concert where all, the entire band and all of the audience members were enclosed in plastic bubbles. It was the. It was so Flaming Lips. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. You know, which just begs the question: A, how did you go get a beer? And B, mm-hmm. how did you go to the bathroom? That's uh, a good point. Yep. It's, it's probably like a straw and right in the bubble. Yep. <laughs> 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 the same straw for the intake and the outtake. Oh, it's, it's, well, it turns into a siphon. I think after the yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like kind of thing. Good <laughs> oh well, speaking of mixing the good with the bad, what do you say uh-huh. we get this show started, boys? Let's do this, please. All right. That's right. That's right. Trying not to mix our intake with our outtake. This is mm-hmm. You Should Check It Out. It's episode 65. Yes, it is. 65, gentlemen. And uh, my name is Jay. I am Nick. And I'm Greg. And mm-hmm. we have a chock full show for you all this evening. I hope you're all doing well. I uh, hope you're all staying safe. Greg's going to be talking about some synthesizer stuff. Just to be different. So. I'm going to be talking about Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. just to be the same. And Nick's mm-hmm. going to be talking about Keith Jarrett, <laughs> yeah. just to be a little bit different. So. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. We'll see how it's it goes. A, it's like an old school episode. This is fun. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is. It's a current event. Saddle again. Yeah. Well, and, and it, it's all related to current to the current event. Mm. You know, type of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's how. So, you know. <laughs> Synth it uh, up, Greg. What are we doing? All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? I thought maybe I'm going to talk about something that just came out of Calgary. Um, a story. Okay. Cool. Yeah. There was a lady who is involved in some kind of like brainwave technology. She's got this okay. fancy new headset. She was able to control 
this old analog synthesizer with it. This synth is synth is like with it's the what? With, with with a brainwave headset. <laughs> and okay. yeah, so the thing is, this synthesizer, it's been around since the at least the early 70s. Um, I think mm-hmm. it was constructed mm-hmm. in the 60s. It's like the world's largest synthesizer. It's basically the size of a room. It's called the Tonto. I don't know if you guys ever heard Tonto. of it. Tonto, wow. it's, a, it's an acronym for the original new timbrel orchestra. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. believe that's uh, what uh, Stevie Wonder used for most of his Inner Vision album. It is. Is that correct? Yeah, it is. And that's what made it famous. And he heard about it through the Inventors album, which I'd like to play for you guys. This is from Ooh. 1971. Yeah, so you can hear this thing in action. And this is old, okay? I mean, old. 1971 recording. I believe. Sure. That, well, can you remind me of the name of this tune, Jay? Because I said uh, it The to name you. of the tune is Cybernaut. Cybernaut, like N-A-U-T, correct? N-A-U-T, yes. You bet they're okay. not mentioned that again. You're <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. freaking wise guy, yeah. <laughs> Somebody oh, okay. forced dog reference. Yep, that's good. <laughs> Thank you, Triumph. The dog <laughs> reference? Triumph? Yeah. No. The dog. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's straight goat. Was that the goat? It's goat. It's the goat. Yeah, it's one or the other. All right. <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but anyway, let's let's let let's play this so you guys can get a get an idea of the sound that I'm talking about. You got it. That is so 70s synth sound. Yeah. I mean, that is the most 70s synth <laughs> yeah. sound. Yeah. I mean, just look up. A, I mean, there'll be a photo on our on our post about this episode, I'm sure. But this thing is like the size of a room. It's not like a, <laughs> you might be thinking like, oh, OK, it's like if there's a keyboard and, you know, some knobs. No, there's only no, one of these. Hold. It's yeah. the, it's like the 1950s supercomputer, but synthesized yes. version. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's it. And yeah. it's basically the size of a room. And there's only one of them, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. In, in my limited research, there's only one of them. It was made by this one guy, right? Yeah, Malcolm Cecil. Right, that was his name. And Tommy uh, Tonto. Yeah. T- yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Tommy Tonto the third. Um, 
So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it, it's obviously. I mean, it's, it's sounds that are familiar to us, but I guess the way that it is used. I mean, I, I've never played it. <laughs> well, there, like, I've never played one, but I've never played it. <laughs> <laughs> there just weren't any synthesizers. Period. Like there's no. the Moog, and like yeah. Kurzweil was starting to do some stuff back then. But like in '71, '72, there just wasn't anything like yeah. that. And the big thing was it would accept samples like that was like the the revolutionary thing and could multi-track and like all this, all this crazy stuff. Cause this is, I'm sure this is the stuff that, that Frank was digging into when he was pulling together his. Oh yeah. Yeah. His U-Mark or whatever that thing was called. Yes. Nick just calls him Frank. But for those of you who may not realize he means Frank Zappa. (laughs) That's what I'm referring to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. fine. We're at 65. I thought I did. I I forgot last name for needed. Mr. Z. We have our Zappa. Basically, this show revolves around Frank Zappa, triumphant comic dog, and the, go- and, the Sand- yeah. and, yeah, the and, the, and the Adam Sandler. That's it. And the goat. And the goat. The goat. The Adam Sandler. With, with just a splash, a hint of Alan Holdsworth when, okay, when necessary. Yes. That's true. Yes. When necessary. Yes, yes. <laughs> just, so, just so nobody forgets. Right, um, right, right. But yeah, you know, so Stevie Wonder apparently heard that record that you just uh, spun and was impressed. Okay. enough that he seeked it out and uh it was in new york not in new york city but somewhere in new york state i can't remember right now Soccer. um there you go thank you socrates and um he, i guess he was recording yet yeah, inter, the inner visions album and uh mm-hmm. talking book and um mm-hmm. so all a lot of famous songs even superstition and uh boogie on radio mm-hmm. woman um right. many many tracks of stevie wonders and then also um I, I, I noticed Jeff Beck. I, there was there's a, a list of artists, but I you know I I, did, I dug a little bit that that uh, record that we heard is Tonto's bri- expanding headset headband. Is that what it's Tonto's <laughs> expanding headband? Tonto's expanding headband. That's correct. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so that's the name of the record, and Rolls it introduced the, the world to the Tonto. And where I'm going with all this is that, again, the current event uh, that happened is uh, mm-hmm. this apparent, like, the, this researcher in Calgary where the uh, Tonto now lives, she had this groundbreaking brainwave headset where you put on this headset and you can actually control other things just by thinking certain thoughts. It turns thoughts into signals, right? Hey, there you go. Thank you, Nick. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better. So... Yeah, it turns your thoughts into signals, and then so they're converting those signals into things that the Tonto can respond to, mm-hmm. right? To like musical language, um, right. maybe whether it's I guess I don't know if it would be MIDI though because it's analog, so I don't. Know they might exactly be using what... that as like the transport protocol, but Probably, like the yeah. the significant thing here is that the input is actually brainwaves. It's actually thoughts. you know yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yep. thoughts. Right. Yep. In, input, inputs and outputs. See, this is the right, theme. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't mix them. No, please don't do that. Um, so, <laughs> back to yeah. back. Okay. so you yeah, don't want yeah. that. You don't want that Tonto feeding back. Never confuse brain. a siphon yeah. for a straw. Right. Yeah. Don't cross the strings. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. See. See. There's your problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Uh, Anyway, she she was describing things like, oh, if I visualized a purple flame, this that would really set off the Tonto. <laughs> right. so, tonto does not like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we we weren't able to find like a clear recording of what her music's, you know, whatever you want to call it, sounded yeah. like. 
Sounds yeah. Like, but, yeah, it sounds yeah. like it's still in the developmental phase, but yeah. it's just such a cool concept, man. Exactly. And it's what? it's real, you know, and it could be that in the next couple of years, people can just put on the headset, you know, plug into a Tonto and, and come up with some an music, album. Man. Yeah, just think some music, think, you know, think in real time for 60 minutes, boom, there's your new record. Yeah, Hell yeah. So. Yeah, there was, there was so much in this thing that fascinated me, but it definitely seemed like a... a a, a bit of an early announcement um, because she yeah. also said that when she thought the word why it would change the, the volume or, or the pitch I think it was the volume um, so they got all sorts of weird mappings going on right <laughs> if you're turning yeah. if, if like a, one random thought can like affect the the decibel level of a specific signal and then like a different one can make sounds come out like there, there's a right. lot to be worked out there but um, at the same it, time I mean if you fine tune that if you're able to like <laughs> Yeah. Get some kind of repeatable action, and you're I, able to fine tune that. If you just think green swallow, green swallow, green swallow, mm. that makes the you know the timbre do this. I, mean, that, I would that, actually, that's I would imagine. Point I can't imagine that it's not. It does that. It wouldn't have to be tuned per person, right? Like, I mean, yeah, the, I would think so. the, the, yeah. the things that evoke. I mean, it may be the feeling associated with the imagery that really is right, sending right, the right, signal. Sure. Who knows? So, right when I say green swallow, I think of happy times. But Nick, right, you know, right. Your no, I had a very, green, very green. bad experience with a with a poorly dyed swallow when I was a child. I mean, everybody yeah, knows that story, right? You know, right. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> what, what what happens if you are? So I got the scar. Thinking of what, what happens if you're thinking of a song that was composed in this manner or on a tanto, and then. It's picking that bag. Do you get? Do you create like some strange feedback loop? Ah, you know. Wow. Like, yeah. Uh -huh. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I Who say knows? we 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 get three sets of those, and we just hook them up to us, and we do a podcast as normal. That would be and uh... just see what kind of symphony we come up with. Okay. Yeah. yeah I can. We can reach out to her. What's her name? Angie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Angie. yeah. 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 Well, well, I'll head up Malcolm Cecil and see if he can make us three tantos. Okay, each, perfect, each, perfect. Each one of us has a spare bedroom, right? Because yes, that's about yes, how. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I sure. got a shed in the back that can now set. Toss her in the garage. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, no, well, it's freaking listen. cool, man. I mean, that's always been, you know, that's that's kind of the the largest bar that anybody can cross. Just thinking music and turning it into some kind of. Mm -hmm. sound reproducible yeah. sound i mean any kind of incremental progress towards that is amazing yeah and, so you know it's cool modular synthesis is something that it's it's different from like play physically playing an instrument i mean you could you could argue well no it's not because you're actually you're still playing it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's a parameter that can be altered you know by just yeah changing a number or, you know, or whatever, or giving it some kind of frequency or some kind of parameter change. It's not like actually plucking a string. I would, right? but see, I, I would I say that if, if, if you were able to tune that machine to you and, and again, to what Nick was saying, it has to be personal. I would assume it has to be personalized. It seems logical. That you know, but be, if someone yeah. was able to like fine tune that enough to the point where like, if I'm thinking about the color red, it makes the note a at a certain, like you could start to play that. You know, if you mm -hmm. got to find, again, we're talking about this is not at that stage yet, I'm sure, right. but like, it could be, it could, yeah, it, it absolutely kind of, could. It kind of gives a practical application to meditation, I'd imagine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there you go, Jay. Besides, there you go. Besides, I love besides it. Finding, I love it. Besides finding inner peace, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That and well, like hey, being I, able to control your emotions album, or whatever. Yeah. If I could produce yeah. an album while I'm sitting alone yeah. in my bedroom, just like mm, that'd be yeah. fantastic. 
Sure. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Hey, he's still being productive. But then, so we're going to get but, at least one. We'll let Jay, let Jay try it out. See how it <laughs> yeah, I'll like, just like input some random notes on the, on the synthesizer. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. this is what it came up with, guys. Isn't yeah, it brilliant? Your meditation coach is like, did you find some quiet? And you're like, yes. And I created this awesome <laughs> mixtape. <laughs> Sounds <like> quiet to me. <laughs> yeah, anyway, oh, yeah so my like, inner peace sounds like Megadeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Um, so anyway, I don't have much more to say about that, but uh, check no, it out. It's very and, cool. Uh, yeah. You know, listen, I, I'd never heard of the Tonto. The new, the excuse me, the original new timbrel orchestra. Yeah, very cool. What's very cool. What's device. cool is I didn't know I didn't know the name of it, but I definitely knew the lore of that synthesizer oh, yeah. from around Stevie Wonder and and mm-hmm. and Jeff Beck, like you said. But yeah, seeing that that linked up and somebody using it in such a new way now is really really cool. It is nice. It is yeah because yeah yep the especially at that time these were all new sounds. These were sounds mm. that nobody was using, so there was the allure of like, I want to get in on that. Yeah, you know. And then the '80s kind of got that everybody out of everybody's system. So okay. <laughs> it still sounds so cool, like just hearing that that last track. You know, it's, it's just how smooth the analog. It still has an analog you know, feel. Yeah, sound to it. Yeah. Yeah. It, anyway, yep. I'm into. It. I, I'm into it. It's interesting. Beautiful. That's all I got for you guys this week, man. That's cool. all I got. Well, thank you. Well, well if I had if I had to actually describe my inner state of of peace, like where yeah. I you know my, my How are you? How are you right now? I'm actually doing fantastically well. Okay. Okay. But you know, whenever I go to like my happy place inside my head, yes. usually a Bruce Springsteen song starts oh. playing. Okay. So <laughs> what's he up to these days? <laughs> I use that as a preface for my uh, segment. Okay. Which is going to be reviewing... Well, it was going to be reviewing <clears throat> The Boss's new album! He has a new album? Ooh. He does. I don't know if you've heard about it. Who's it, Boss? The, the, the beautiful thing mm-hmm. about having like the entire record industry behind you is that everyone knows about this. So, uh, it, yes. It, Bruce Springsteen has a new album out. It's called A is Letter it? to You. It was released on October, September or something. 23rd, weeks two ago. days ago. Two days yeah, ago. Yeah, fantastic. Or last and it, week. It's blowing my mind. Um, it's awesome. Want to talk a lot about it. Want to talk about a lot of different stuff. But before I do that, I want to play a song. And for me, that selection is going to be Janie Needs a Shooter. Mm. And it sounds a little something like this.
This is new Bruce? Yes. <laughs> Noose. Well, well. Noose. <laughs> Noose. <laughs> well, That's what yes I call and it. no. Okay. Yes and no. <laughs> right. Right. We this were song particularly, we, right? We were talking over while we were listening to the song because it, it really does. I mean, it sounds like old Bruce, right? Yeah. I mean, that could that could have been a track off of Darkness on the Edge of Town. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. th- everything about it. But that song was actually written in 1973. It wasn't far off, right? Yeah, yeah. 1973, before his first album came out. Yeah, yeah mm. that and uh, two other songs on the album. Uh, if I was the priest and sorry for or- uh, song for or- orphans, not sorry mm-hmm. for orphans. Sorry song. for orphans. <laughs> song sorry for about your parents. <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but it's cool, man. It's uh, you know, okay. Listen, like I'm. A huge, huge, huge Bruce Springsteen fan. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you are. Uh, he changed my life, man. Uh, n- no doubt. Like I, when I first discovered Bruce Springsteen, which is is silly to say because, of course, you know, I grew up in the '80s and '90s. I knew about Bruce Springsteen. I knew Dance mm-hmm. in the Dark and, you know, Glory Days and Born in the USA and all Born that. in the USA, all that stuff. But when I actually heard, like Born in, Born to Run era and Darkness on the Edge of Town era. Bruce Springsteen, it changed my life. And I'll never forget, Nick, I don't know if you remember this or not. You probably don't. But, like, I bought the Born to Run CD. I think it was a reissue. And I bought it, and I brought it over to your house. And I was like, this is going to be, like, I know Nick is not going to like this. But if you listen to, like, Jungle Land, there's, like, some proggy elements. There's, like, some progressive <laughs> rock elements to it. <laughs> Trying to he find a connection. Yeah. And it was, like, one of the first moments, because back in high school, and we were yeah. just we were gelling on everything but i knew that you wouldn't really be into this and we played it at at your parents house uh-huh. and you were just like yeah it's it's pretty good it's pretty good i'm like this is life changing to me and that was and that was good yeah and that's that's okay that's when we learned that, that people have differences that was it was a big talk we had that exactly 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 <laughs> We learned that we weren't the same person after all. Yeah, yeah it was a hard no, thing. No, no, yeah. no. So, so Bruce Springsteen means a lot to me. You know, he was combining, you know, uh, lyrics of a country artist, but in a rock and roll way, which mean, meant a lot to me. And, and he always has, you know, he's he's been very consistent and, and responsible as an artist and really always is dedicated to honing his, tra- his craft. But with that said, you know, most of his albums from past the rising which was released in 2001 or 2002 i haven't really been really all that into i i really haven't okay. just found a lot to, to gel with this album i was expecting more of the same to be quite honest with mm-hmm. you more more uh, on it more yeah un, 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 unimpressed as far as you were concerned right yeah yeah and that's not bad <clears throat> i mean it's like you know it's yeah I, he's given me enough Material, right? I don't really need not another faulting new... the guy for a, yeah, a lack of another right, exactly. Yeah. So I was I was ready this episode to do a review the review segment because mm-hmm. I was because the reviews I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but the reviews for this album have just been like a plus, a plus, five stars, five stars, five stars, a plus, yeah. a plus, a plus. And so when I was talking to you guys today, we we're shooting the shit about what we're going to do for this episode. I was like, mm-hmm. well, I'll just find one that's just like over the top glowing and I'll make fun of it and mm-hmm. we'll move on with our lives and Nick will have a segment later on. Mm-hmm. But then I listened to the album like twice more mm-hmm. and I read all the reviews 
and man, it just it lives up to all the re- these reviews. So I don't have yeah. anything bad to say about it. Well, buddy, <laughs> hey, this is a good day, man. Got another fantastic Bruce album out of the deal. Yeah, you can you you can give a good review a good review. Yeah, you can. But so here's the thing. Like I get it. Like a lot of people criticize Bruce because they think that he has the entire music press and establishment in his back pocket because he kind of does he doesn't really get bad reviews on any of his albums okay because hmm. nobody's brave him. enough to be the one to trash the boss really even pitchfork doesn't really trash the boss no. he's hip no. enough to be so i don't know like did you guys listen to it you guys check yeah. out the album three yeah. times yeah yeah three Just times for thrice all right. <laughs> well, Greg, what were, you, what were your initial thoughts? What do you think? Um, well, you know, I thought a lot of it was f- it was familiar, but it was a high energy, you know? This is coming from someone who is, you know... The thing... I haven't been able to ever really connect with okay. Springsteen. And Fair I mean, I, this, this is not... With certain artists, you put, or you put a wall up, you're like, I'm not gonna like it. I'm not even gonna give this a fair shot. I have given... Springsteen, fair shot after I fair shot that. after fair shot. Because yeah. I want to like it. I'm like, dude, this guy's like, you know, so prolific, and so many people I respect love him. And actually, I will say the one time that I really did say I had, I, I was impressed, was actually Jay when you showed me a DVD. Um, I can't, couldn't tell you which one it was, but it was more hmm. modern. It was probably early two thousands. Nils Lofgren oh, that was, was in the, the Madison, band. That was the Madison Square Garden concert. Was it with yeah. Nils Lofgren doing his like yes. little thing for Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. You, I know exactly you were what you're like, talking about. You, you, you came in, you know, Nils Lofgren is a guy who played a lead guitar in the E Street Band. Mm-hmm. Who's actually from Garrett Park, Maryland. Yes, he is. is. Like the, 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 two, the town, that's, that's the elementary school I went to. Um, <laughs> so he's, uh, you know, kind of known Super cool guy, yeah, too. Yeah, a, re- yeah, a renowned yeah. guitarist in the area. Yeah, and I really saw him fun. at the State Theater. I've seen his band uh, oh, nice. in a smaller setting. Um, someone once invited me to see it, and that was it was cool, you know. But it's just not really my thing, man. I, just, I like that jer- that Jersey rock. It's just <laughs> you know, you're, and you're you're in Philly, so you're you're kind of yeah. close to that territory. I know. I got, I, I'd, I'd be I, careful. I keep, yeah. yeah, I better keep. I better keep my mouth <laughs> shut. You might want to whisper a little bit there, buddy. It, it does remind me of one of my favorite quotes in Sopranos, and you guys are going to laugh because I'm going to do a terrible impression right now. But this will be good. There's a, there's a scene in Sopranos where the FBI agents come to Tony Soprano's house, and they're like, "Tony, there's something we think you might need to hear." And Tony's like, <laughs> "Yeah, the new, new Springsteen backs it. I already got it." <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> but I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I can't do it. But no spoilers. Yeah, but it, it, it cracks me. Up. <laughs> I, um, I do have to say though. I mean, over the years, I've I've appreciated you know his work ethic, his um, his band. Um, I've actually uh, gotten to see him do like an acoustic thing. Um, oh yeah, Where pr- was like that? intimately. That was like uh, with. Uh, with the resilient guys back when we were doing oh, things right. with Music Corp, right. one of the one of the gigs we did, uh, Bruce was on the bill, and True. so at the, at, at the Beacon Theater, saw him do like four acoustic songs. Not moved. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. You know, and like everyone, a, but you didn't else, have to. But you didn't have to tell him that. 
No, I, look, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not it's okay. Saying, no, no, no. I'm no, I meant Bruce. I was imagining oh, you yeah, telling yeah. Bruce, <laughs> dude. I, I know everybody loves you. I just don't get it. I just don't get it, man. <laughs> no, I, and you know what though? I I, I say that, but then well, well, can, that's can not I true. At least check your hand, Greg. Nah, <laughs> nah. I'd man, rather I not. It's, yeah, I gotta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I walked, and then I walked right into a Jamba Juice. Anyway, um, but uh, the thing is, though, I was kind of moved, and I was definitely like, "Whoa, that's Bruce Springsteen!" You know, it's it's like he's a big sure. star. You know, yeah. I wasn't like this guy. Who is this? Guy? <laughs> like, I know who he was. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, and uh, he he did. He played this really cool song. Um, all I remember is that he said, "We take we take care of our own." That was like, "Yeah, we take care of our own." Is that is that the song? Is that the song? Yeah, it's off of High Hopes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was like the first song he played. So I remember that, and I was moved by that. Mm-hmm. So retract my not moved, but okay. definitely not like not like the rest of the room. Like I could sense that the entire everybody else in the room was like, finally Bruce is playing. You know, like mm-hmm. this is what we all came to see. And uh, yeah, you're just but, over there uh, checking your watch. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, it's I wonder if the bar's closed yet. And um, what do you think of that? The album. The okay, album. sorry, sorry. I, I, Jay, I appreciate I'm, I'm, all of that, Greg. And, and I, yes. I understand. Like, it's not. He's not for everybody. He's but for like ninety eight percent of the people, but not for everybody. I, but fine. I wouldn't. I would never tell someone like, oh, he, he's no good. Don't listen to that. You know, if, if for instance, if I had a guitar student that wanted to learn Bruce Springsteen songs, which, and that's the other thing is, I've had that. I've had older students say, oh, I want to learn this Bruce Springsteen song. So I've learned a bunch of his tunes. Of course, yeah. Um, but uh, this record was um, higher energy than mm-hmm. I imagined. Mm-hmm. When I looked at the album cover, I saw he's like kind of wearing like this warm jacket. I yeah. thought I was like, yeah. oh boy, you know, like I thought it was going to be another acoustic album too. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, bring a book. Here we go. No, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm totally kidding. But, but yeah, I can't get right out of the gates. It's like, you know, rocking, and it's uh, very full. There are all kinds yeah. of. There's horns and a lot of like the familiar elements of Bruce Springsteen. Some of yep. which I can't, I don't love. Like I don't know what it is. It's like it's that chimey bell thing that the he likes ch- to the bells that follow. Yeah, the glockenspiel with the yeah. It's a glockenspiel, you know. Yeah, the, the kids. Are kids the, I put the album on the kids during dinner, and the kids are like, "Is this Christmas music?" <laughs> no, that's a glockenspiel. <laughs> that's a glockenspiel. <laughs> That you follows. Know, that follows throughout the whole thing. Yeah, and it, it it cuts. You know, it's. I mean, it's a cool sound. I guess it's a sound. It's quite know? distinctive. And it is E Street. Yeah, it's it's very E Street. And um, anyway, I'm 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 listening to this. I'm like, okay, yeah, here it is. It's it's E Street. It's Bruce Springsteen. And mm-hmm. then like you know, there's horns. There's like good horns. Really new drums. It did, do you know if Max Weinberg played drums on this? It was, yeah. I think he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he I, I, I respect very, very much. His son, yep. by the way, is the drummer in Slipknot. I don't know if you, really? Yeah, yeah. Totally I had no idea. Side, sidebar, but anyway. That's f***ing awesome. Is that like one I of those, no like, like, Marilyn Manson was Paul from the Wonder Years kind of a thing? Or is that, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. That's good. Um, I've heard that too. <laughs> no, it's true. Snopes.com. <laughs> what's what's I? 
just while Randy we're on the Weinberg top, is. I, yeah. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't hijack the Bruce Springsteen thing to talk about Slipknot, but I'll save that for another episode. Um, okay. But you that know, was news I, to me. I had no idea. I didn't I either. No yeah, it's true. That's great. Hundred percent. Um, there's always, but there's always um, as going through these tunes. I even wrote like so the second song, "Letter to You," which is the name of the album, right? Mm-hmm. First, first song. That's the opening track, "Letter to You." No, no, I'm sorry. So. I'm sorry. One minute My you're bad. here. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, the point is. It sounds exactly to me like uh, the song, Girl, you'll be a woman soon. You know, from... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you listen back wow. to it? All right. Uh, no. Or is that, I think jo- it's, or is, um, that uh, is that, is that, uh, what's this? It's Urge Overdrive? Is that? Urge Overkill. Yeah. Urge Overkill. Is that? It's on the Pulp Fiction soundtrack. On the Pulp Fiction soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, That's funny. So each song, like and it, the, the song "Last Man Standing," I, I, there's a melody in there that's exactly like on Broadway. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just like making these little notes, like oh, there's that melody. You know, it's he just, he just, he's got like a strange like musical almanac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. he's just mm-hmm. constantly picking like little little melodies that I feel like I've heard other places. And throwing, but but this record, I mean, I gotta say, it hit, it hits, it lands. You know, it's like, it's like you said, it's, it, it feels like it could have been an old Springsteen record, it but does. it's definitely new. It's definitely modern. Totally and, has a lost uh, album feel to it. Yeah. 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 But, well, um, well, cool. So uh, yeah, Nick, I, I would say I enjoyed it. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Nick, what'd you think? It's all right. Actually, honestly... That, that first I know track. Pl- I know I'm playing to a tough crowd. It's 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 okay. That first I'm not track. Trying... I was like, oh, ooh, I'm gonna like this. Oh, the acoustic crap. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Because I'll tell you, Jake, the the, the, you. I don't remember that occasion that you specifically mentioned when you brought that over, mm-hmm. but I do remember a separate conversation when you came to me with Nebraska. Okay. And you, you, I, I don't know if you had taken it on a road trip or if you had. The- we're there going was a, to take it on a road trip. Or... There was a very significant moment for me with Nebraska because I used to have to go from uh, UMBC back to Waynesboro, Pennsylvania, where I was, and yes. that's where I where I lived, and that just involved a very long trip down I seventy going west mm-hmm. through past Frederick, and yeah. uh, I just did. You know, it was college, so it was fall, and I just remember having gotten a copy of Nebraska off of Napster. And uh, <laughs> burning it to a CD and and just playing it with not really any expectation, uh, other than knowing that it was kind of like a a down, a quiet acoustic yes. Bruce Springsteen album, and just crying the entire way. Every single song, almost every single song on that album, just affected me in just a very deep, deep, yes. deep way. And in a way that I really hadn't had any kind of music affect me before. Yes. So that's that yeah. I remember very, very well, and also remember going and then listening to that album a bunch of times. So I, I, I do, I do really, I appreciate Bruce for you know, for everything that he's done. But I, I love him as a storyteller, like a quiet storyteller. That's that's when I found a connection. Cool. Um, so yeah, when I heard that first track, I, I immediately thought like, ah, yes, good, 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 good. And then it and then it went on and and then it was like oh okay we're E Street all right that's cool all right Jay's gonna love this album yeah, um, yeah. Um, that was uh, so it was not the Bruce that I have come to to 
to want to listen to, I suppose is the best way to put it, but I certainly appreciated it. And, and I did go back through it. Um, I played it. I, I like playing it with the kids just to hear what their thoughts are, especially if mm-hmm. it's somebody who's like a pillar, but they've definitely yeah. never heard. And yeah, yeah again, yeah. They, were just, they were just really thought it was Christmas music because <laughs> of the glockenspiel. <laughs> um, Glockenspiel and the sax, boys. That's, that's how well, you know it's That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can totally respect that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's interesting, too, just from the two of you. You know, Greg is going to be pulled more towards the rock stuff. Mm-hmm. Nick, I wasn't expecting you to be pulled more towards his acoustic side. But, you know, when you have a career that spanned almost freaking 50 years now. Yeah. You know, you're going to be able to take different parts of that that are going to appeal to different people. And people this, are going to pull different things out. Is, yeah. It's for the diehards. I mean, I, I don't. It's not going to gain him any new fans. Certainly, you mm-hmm. know, and it's it's not going to surprise anybody, really. But it, to me, it's like it's it's refreshing to hear somebody who's seventy one still put together a band and play this this live in the studio. You yeah, know, this it was album entirely was re- live, mm-hmm. right? This was recorded in four days. Mm. They had the studio for five days. How do they, they not record. own the studio? I know, seriously. I, that's that's a really good question. <laughs> I was thinking the okay. same thing. Is he okay? Bruce, come on. Do you really need to rent out studio space at this point? We got four come days, on. guys. Four days. <laughs> hey, guys. Yes, hurry, yes. Up. hurry up. So, yes, yeah, hurry up. Somebody else is coming in here on Thursday. Run, run those or, mic cables. Max, come on. Let's go. Let's, go. let's like, go. Let's maybe, go. Maybe what it was is like, well, no, because, you know, then I've got this other project, you know. It was more of a, like an availability thing, not not from the studio, but for. I'm pretty his sure some. Life. I'm pretty sure they often do that to create the sense of urgency that. Sure, that, sure. Yeah, because he, he very much said he was trying to get. But like, you the also live have sound. you also yeah. have nine working musicians that you're uh-huh. trying to schedule time for. So right, yeah, sure. It could and be like what Craig's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but uh, this was yeah. you know Springsteen. Say what you will about him, like he's always been renowned for being a bit of a hard ass in the studio mm-hmm. and you wouldn't think that like it sounds like born to run seems like or you know like darkness on the edge of town sounds like an album that could have been cut live in the style of like a tom petty and the heartbreakers but it wasn't he went back and just redid those tracks and overlaid and overdubbed and did mm-hmm. all that stuff so this was a very different approach for him as a 71 year old man fronting a band that he's had for 40 years so i really respect that um i thought it was you know not every single song on it was was great, but um, I loved it, man. I, I, I loved yeah. it. That's great, man. Um, yeah, it was it was a good album. It is a good album. And yeah, and, so. and, um, the uh, the last thing I'll say is uh, I've mentioned it before. The Defiant Ones documentary on HBO about Jimmy Iovine. Yeah, they yeah. talk a lot about Born to Run, and you and Jimmy Iovine's like at this point he's already worked with uh, John Lennon and like different, and I think even Tom Petty by this point. But they, there's like all these pictures of them in the studio, and I think B- B- Bruce Springsteen pushed Jimmy Iovine to like the point of like liter- like insanity. Yeah, yeah, you know. And you yeah. see these photos of him, and Jimmy I- Jimmy Iovine looks like a raccoon. You know, he's just got the, those eyes. <laughs> you know, he just like works That's the to thing, death. Like, like if you if you know Bruce Springsteen enough, like this music is his life. Like say what you will about him, or, or whether or not you like the style of it, but like mm-hmm. this is all really he's committed his entire life to doing. And mm-hmm. producing is is just making the best version of this these simple rock tunes, and I was just like on my third listen today, I was just like playing along with some of the chords, and it's like, oh yeah, this A, F sharp minor, D, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I yeah. could play this in like five seconds. That's not the point. It's yeah. not the point. It's doing it well, 
and presenting it really well and 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 making it and a telling a good story fact, underneath and telling yeah, a good yeah. story and so he has all of that stuff and if you're into it it's like it's it's a great present <laughs> in the middle happy of the early birthday year. jay yes, yes thank you yes. thank you yep. and the Glad other thing like i wanted to mention completely off off the record that you're oh, not off yeah. the record completely off topic of bruce mm-hmm. springsteen did any of you catch kanye west on joe rogan's podcast not yet didn't <laughs> and someone's gonna say that for next oh, week. I wish, I wish that one of you guys had, so that I had somebody to bounce oh, some ideas man. off of. But oh my god, it's three hours of unedited Kanye. It's incredible, okay. guys. Yeah. You gotta go check it out. I mean, I Joe will. Rogan is the perfect platform for Kanye because yes, he does just bring ju- out the crazy. Yeah, it was just essentially Joe Rogan going, "Hey, so Kanye, so." Thanks for coming in. Hope you um, hope you're you're feeling good. Uh, so I hear you're running for president, and then Kanye talks for two hours. Right. right. <laughs> yep. He's got the easiest job in the world. Right. Seriously. Yeah. Hundred million dollars, please, Spotify. Thank you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> mm. um, it, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. No, I, my, I, will, I definitely will listen to that. My takeaway on it was that Kanye West is not crazy, in the ways that we have been led to think that he is crazy. He is mm-hmm. crazy, but he's not different. He's not like crazy crazy. He's okay. he's just he just has no filter and he just has no sense of like how normal human beings operate. But he's a really smart guy and uh, I'll watch uh, it and he's uh, an interesting dude. Yeah, I'm sure I'll <laughs> have good. some uh, oh, unhelpful man. psychoanalysis that I can provide. I already voted. I already voted. Rats. Oh, man. <laughs> but guess what? Right. It was for Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. That's his one. There it is. Yeah. Cool. All right. Oh, well, I got to Thank talk you, about Bruce and Kanye. Dude. I'm done. I'm out. You good? That I'm was good. good. I'm Can good. you stick around Same. for mine? Mm. Mm. Just, I, I just give me a minute. I, it might be cool. I really, all right. I, really want, I really wanted to follow up on the Slipknot collect, c- connection, but all right. If we could, that'd Fine. be great. Yeah, Nick, uh, could you just... We'll give you two I, spots next week. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Well, sure, just one. Just one next week. Yeah, that's right. We if want there's to kind time. Of, if there's time. If there's time. If we can fit you in. No, right. no, no. Go, man. What you got? What you got? What? I don't have a happy one. I can tell you that. Actually, let's uh, play some music. Let's play okay. some music. Um, so there's... I, I will at least intro the piece. Um, there was a pretty pretty de- depressing uh, New York Times piece that came out this past week, or last week, rather, um, about uh, about where Kate, Keith Jarrett has been the past few uh, years. Right. Um, uh-huh. And... Um, and it turns out that he's had some medical issues and that it's not good. And it was a tough, it was a tough article that I internalized. But then I was recalling when our, uh, our lovely guest, Harry Waters, was on. Um, he was very excited yes. to have acquired a book yes. that was apparently the note-for-note mm-hmm. uh, trans- trans- transcription of uh, Keith Jarrett's The Cone concert. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, and so I went ahead and went over and listened to that, and then I started reading about that, and I thought, you know, what? I'm going to talk about this too. So okay. we can we can celebrate we can celebrate one of uh, one of Keith's at least most prolific or critically received uh, yes. um, albums, yeah. along with talking about this story. So why don't we why don't we hear a piece? This album, um, this concert, is entirely improvised and has a fantastic story behind it. Uh, this is from Part Two B, which is the third track on the album. Uh, this is from Colon Concert.
man. That's so cool. I, so I, I hear can't... so many bands in that little improv, improv, you know, little piece of improvisation. There that is could be so like an intro to a Tom bands. York show. Tom York, absolutely. Song, right? It is, yeah. It's very much like an entire Radiohead album is somewhere within that. Um, <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah. Well, like they, Nick picked that clip. I had no idea, but you know that is the section of that concert that I've listened to on repeat. And, you yeah, know, it's, yeah. It's like four sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so, so it's like it's just funny I, that that you gravitated towards that part. <laughs> it's awesome. Like like Nick yeah. said, this is probably one of his most famous albums. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But if you're not familiar with it, it might be hard to understand why it's so famous and why it's so important. Nick, do you, can you provide any of the backstory of the that particular well, concert? It's I mean, it's a really interesting concert. It's been made into there's like episodes of podcasts that are probably that I think that have talked about this. Jay, you brought up a revisionist history episode yeah, from a few Malcolm years Gladwell back. Yeah, Malcolm Gladwell did it. Yeah, did a great did a piece on, on it. I think there's a TED talk about it. Um, it's I know it's made its way in as citations in many creativity books, but essentially he was contacted by a 17-year-old promoter um, who wanted to put together this show. And he had been doing, he had, I think he was in Hungary or something like that a few days before doing the show. So it kind of worked in his schedule. So he said, sure. It was to be an entirely improvised evening of music. Um, uh, He came to the theater, uh, having got there just just in time, uh, the wrong piano was was on the stage had it been uh <laughs> they told them you need to get this model piano and it was the same manufacturer as the practice piano so they just went ahead and thought they meant the practice piano what and put that out on stage mm-hmm. and then had done a bunch of work a bunch of tuning they tried to get another piano at the last second he he almost didn't put the show on because it was he was he basically yeah. sat down to practice a few hours before the show and and was like this piano is not this is not playable i can't I can't work with this. Like the pedals didn't work. Um, yeah, he he, he had notes took... that he yeah he had notes that he had to like hit two three times harder than than other notes to or other keys mm-hmm. in order to get the same volume out of them. I mean, just a nightmare of a scenario for for someone who's going to be coming and just improvising on the fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay, what were you gonna what were you gonna say? Uh, just that. Just he actually laid down the gauntlet and just uh, he he played the piano and then went to dinner. And was mm-hmm. just like I thought about it, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, and the dinner, the dinner, they, 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 he went to. The, they had this restaurant. They were expecting him. He came. They were very late with his food. Um, oh, he, he almost, he, he only had a chance to have like two or three bites before he had to get back to get to put this show on. Oh man. Um, un- you know, unfortunately, the opera that preceded his show went a little long, so he didn't even get started until 11:30 p.m. at night. <laughs> On a oh, crappy man. practice piano, with a single morsel of food in his stomach, um, yeah. and also he he had really bad back pain, or I think this is kind other, of when he was starting to have health issues. That's really important about this is that all of this is improvised music, entirely, it's entirely improvised. improvised, and that I think is what became the. That's what kind of became the because this is really like almost a legendary status. This 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 concert yeah. for for pianists and 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 jazz aficionados. It's entirely compo- improvised. Composers. Yeah. 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 yeah and compo- absolutely. Uh, and, Go and ahead, Greg. Also, Go ahead. The, I, I'm just going to say, like, what, what's what's really striking, if you haven't heard it, is the recording, not of the concert, but of him, you know, like at the dinner where he's just like, for those who don't know, that that's the sound Keith makes when he's really excited and he's playing is kind of this like nasally whine noise. 
It's kind of, it's kind of like Cartman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. It's, no, it's jarring if you don't know what's going on. It's yeah. yeah it's when I mean, you first hear it. I love but, Pete Jarrett, man. Oh, jeez, yeah, oh, Pete. Yeah, and this mm -hmm. guy is like I said. He was he was. Uh, Harry mentioned him specifically, or how excited he was. He was just starting to go through this book of note it's for just, note transcription it's so of this funny concert. That, that he brought up this book that he got that somebody sat down and note for note transcribed. Yeah, this yeah. entirely improvised concert. Uh huh. I mean, it's just and, like. But wow. then Keith went through I, I it, it and authorized every note. Right, right, right. You know, yeah, like, wow, yeah. That, yeah that, that's yeah. a right. pretty prolific piece of uh, work. And you know, even though Keith was doing all this improvised music. I mean, he's also renowned as one of the best, you know, jazz Yeah, and this is this was time. after his like, stint as as Miles's uh, right. piano player. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's there's a great um DVD about him. I think it's called like The Art of Improvisation or something. They're called I mean, films, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. It's okay. Oh, sorry. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, Jay, your reaction is what made it bad. It was, it was, it was just, it was the, it was the citation of DVD that was funny. Sorry. Okay. Right. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, listeners. Uh, yes, but uh, he's uh, <laughs> just an incredible, um, like he's a tech, he, he's he's a technician. Well, I, I, what I mean to say is that he's just one of those rare musicians where the ideas are so vast. And he mm -hmm. actually has the technique to pull all of them off. Yeah. yeah. Like, with, like yeah. so effortlessly, no matter yeah. what context it's in. And yeah. that's why he's a legend, man. He's a Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that he's a technician as much as, as no, the way he's not. He, yeah. No. yeah. That he's just such a visionary yeah. that is able to channel that to his fingers and able to pull you, that yeah. off. Yeah. And you, and you can't help and, but be struck when you watch his, him play because right, it's ridiculous. Right. It is. It is super cool, and th we've been throwing this word a lot out the last couple episodes. But also a virtuoso, to be honest. Oh, I yeah. mean, like yeah. it was at, he's at, a, he's at three. At three, apparently, his aunt kind of. I don't know. He was. He. I was at the piano, and she said, "She they went. They were on a walk near a stream, and she came back, and she asked him to play some music, and he just pounded all this stuff out and said, "That's the sound of the bubbling of the bubbling brook." Like this is, and he had basically mm -hmm. composed his first song at three, and then. Apparently it was that was it that was it for him. Um, that yeah. became that became absolutely it. Piano wow. was was wow. everything, which honestly made the story so hard so so hard to digest. Yeah. So what um, is the what is the current story? So the news that came out uh, because essentially he had been he had been on tour in 2017, I believe it was. He had a show at Carnegie Hall, and um, it was supposed to have a show coming out early into the into 2018, um, and abruptly canceled the shows. And then subsequently canceled all other shows that had been on, booked for that 2018 tour. Uh, and it turns out that he had uh, a pretty significant stroke. Um, and then that was followed by another significant stroke. Um, he's lost the use of his left side. So he does not, he, he does not have a, he can't play with his left hand. Um, and, and this was a, this was, it was a pretty heart wrenching story because it was a, essentially the, the writer spent, you know, I think a total of four hours of time over the course of a few days talking to him. And he definitely hasn't found acceptance yet. It doesn't yeah. sound like. No, he doesn't. Um, no. It, no he's all. definitely still working through it. Yeah, entirely working through it. He he currently doesn't really think of himself as a pianist. Is was the hardest part to read. He said, I, I can't call myself a pianist. 
pianist, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't, um, I can't, I can't refer to myself as a pianist at this point. Is what he said. And that's just like, I'm almost gonna start crying now because yeah, like it's, you just yeah. think about like a guy that's just committed his life. Absolutely. Yep. To From one three on. Yep. And, and and did it and and like and affected so uh, you know the actually the one quote in here that i loved was like yeah i guess i've kind of gotten around to seeing myself as the uh as, what did he say he said he saw he sees himself as the coltrane of the piano player i guess i've kind of right. accepted that 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 that, that <laughs> moniker um yeah so I, I mean, that was like like he, he's not denying his impact it's not it's not his grief at this moment it's not at that point where he's just denying any of that stuff but still just what a uh, blow man i can't what a blow indeed it's but um it's funny though i mean well not funny but like it's if we, when you consider it's like a, it's like when an athlete retires or something you know it's like you physically like can't her, do yeah. it anymore you physically can't do it anymore you know it's uh yeah i mean he's it's had a, a tough, hell of a run you know yeah and we, we were listening to some keith jarrett trio because gary peacock passed away uh like a month and a half that's ago right. that's right yep um so yeah, it's just uh, there's so much though to listen to, so much Keith Jarrett, um, so much trio. I think he's on Bitches Brew with Chikoria. Um, he or he, I think so. Either he he's either on Bitches Brew or um, another record around that time. But I think in and back then playing with synthesizers, right, right, in the right. band. It's like it was like him and Chikoria. Yeah, he was kind of more of the synth mm-hmm. guy than the. Straight yeah. piano guy at that point, right? Yeah. And but that was like his role. But he just in in the uh, film that I watched, <laughs> he talks about that period and says like, "Oh, we, but you know, those are just toys. Like those, he didn't even consider <laughs> that. Like playing keyboards is like not a real instrument to him. Yeah, you know, it has to yeah. be a piano. And yeah, his entire career is just absolutely incredible. And if you've never listened mm-hmm. to Keith Jarrett, you know." Uh, one of my teachers, I may have mentioned this in that episode of where we paid tribute to Gary Peacock, but one of my music teachers told me he thought Keith Jarrett was like the most prolific, incredible. You said he was like of, the best musician of the 20th, of the 20th century. century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what my teacher <laughs> yeah. said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, imagine that a guy with that pedigree just being struck down, you know, and it's not happened, by, has like by st- still being in a body where you and and having a mind where you can rationalize all of this. And just yeah. not being able to physically do it anymore must be. Yeah. My God. The uh, the, the only uh, the only like small silver lining I, th- I think is um. This is my in... impression of playing piano, by the way. That's good. That's that's. Kolkata. <laughs> no, because I can't see what your fingers are doing, so it could be brilliant. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, he has he has a uh, an album that he he briefly considered titling the Gold Standard. Uh, which is a live concert uh, from 2016 in Budapest uh, that's going to be coming out. Actually, it'll be out by the time this airs. It's coming out on the 30th. Um, yes. He doesn't think much of it, I take it. So, well, I mean, that, so it's, uh, it was exciting because he, he apparently very much pepped up when he talked about this performance and being excited about putting this, uh, this concert out. So I, I do. I hope he finds, you know, whatever that, I guess for athletes that retire, it's, it's usually coaching or commentating. I, I don't know what <laughs> lies ahead for Mr. Jarrett, but... He's still, uh, he's still, he's only 71, right? Mm. That was that Bruce. Correct? Bruce is 71. Bruce is 71. How old's Keith? 75. 75. So he's 75. Okay. So he's got, he's got some time. Yeah. Let's, uh, I hope that, uh, hope that he can, yeah, 
I don't know. Well, I mean, d- d- put that in perspective. What if four years from now, Bruce Springsteen just had two two massive strokes mm-hmm. and like, oh, like lost the, the, the use of his left arm? Mm-hmm. What would he do with his life? I mean, that's that's just a very stark yeah. way yeah. of kind of thinking about that. That's Bird crazy. Clock, not now. You have, not to, now. You have I, to. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I know, Bird Clock. We're all sad. We got it. We got it. Thank you. It's very sad. Very sad. You didn't have to be um, nasty, though. (laughs) Freaking Bird Clock. But it it does bring up an interesting topic. What's that? Which is that being a musician requires, you know, a body, a healthy body, you know, usually. Unless you got your mind hooked up to a synthesizer, Greg. Full circle. Full circle. Guess what, Keith? You don't have to. You don't have to play the keys anymore, man. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) We've got it all figured out this week. On you should check it out, man. Oh, jeez. There we are. (laughs) All right. Hey. Well, that. uh, Yeah. So, but hey, if you if you haven't listened to Keith Jarrett, honestly, if. That album, you don't you don't have to have listened to any of his other stuff. It's a different. You don't even have to like jazz. You just it's not. No, it's, 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 there's a lot of it that's not jazz. Like the, yeah, I mean, it's jazz chords, but no, it's just it's just lovely piano music it's, and it's jazz core. You yeah. know, C O R E. Or or C O R P. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that too. That too. But you know, it's true. It's it's just it's improvised music. It's like somewhere. It's like a hybrid of classical. Um, it's you know he has that jazz vocabulary, but he's not really using it. Yeah, so much that, vocabulary. He's not playing bebop yeah. or yeah. like you know ballads or anything like that. But he's using it. It's almost like he's using his jazz vocabulary in like a like a modern yeah, classical it's, it's, context it's like or something. The, mm-hmm. It's like the best dinner music you've ever heard in your life. Like mm-hmm. the jazz piano, like player sitting yeah. in the corner while you're eating your fancy filet mignon. Yeah, yeah. Like the best version of that you've ever heard in your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And 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 those moments of exploration, like that clip that I played. Um, those moments of exploration where he's allowing himself to continue to be in the moment, but kind of also allowing himself to find where he's going to go next and discover yeah. it as it happens, because he's yeah. so he is so confident in his in his chops and his in his talent in his capacity to to understand what the notes will do before he hits them and how he might want to put that. I mean, it it is so far beyond anything I've ever, you know, uh, uh, quantified, even in my most comfortable moments uh, on the drums, um, just to have the awareness of like, because there's a part in before that clip where you can hear him singing and he's singing in the notes that are coming. Um, So he knows where he's going. He's thought he and it's not it's not written ahead of time. It's just he's kind of singing through where he wants to get to. Ah, so cool, so cool. And yeah, and and, uh, and I'm a late comer to this album, so I am preaching to the core. If you've choir, if you've already heard it, but um, if you haven't, definitely check out Colton Concert, K O L N Concert. Yeah. And basically everything in his career is worth totally. Yeah. Out. yeah. Definitely. But that's the highlight for sure. It's a. It's... So let's celebrate him while we still got him. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Yes, indeed. indeed. We will. We shall. We, and, all, we, uh, respect, we, we respect our elders here. You we do. We do. And and speaking mm-hmm. of rich, deep catalogs, I'd just like to mention that, you know, the entire You Should Check It Out archive is available on, uh, you know, all of your favorite pat- podcast yeah. platforms. So get yeah, out there 65 and spread the now. <clears throat> We're up to 65. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to keep going as long as uh, there's an internet that will allow us and microphones to hear our voices. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, you know, spread the word. Tell your friends, subscribe, 
like. We got a YouTube Some, channel. We got something. Cool. We got okay, a Spotify wait. playlist. Right. Greg, tell tell check, people where they can find us. You should check it out. dot com. You can find us on Facebook. You should check it out. Instagram. You should check it out. Twitter. Should check is our handle. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, we we'd love to hear from you. Even if you Absolutely. hate, if you if you don't like what you hear, you know. I'm, I, at this point, I'm Please. used to it. If you, if, if you heard if you heard the last uh, episode, uh, oh, I can take hate it. mail would be something. Yeah, we'll take it. Absolutely. I don't know. About, I don't know. I don't know how well Nick and Jay would take it, but I'll, I can break it to him gently. <laughs> it can't possibly be worse than the things that I tell myself. You know what I mean? That's, it's, it's, that's true. <laughs> Uh, no, I true. definitely am not checking that inbox. So you guys are the filter before me. So that's, okay. that's the way it right should on, be, man. really. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, don't worry. We'll 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 keep you posted. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Nick. Thank you, Greg. Thank yeah. you. Uh, thank you, Keith. Jared. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Bruce Springsteen. Thank you, Bruce Springsteen. And thank you, Tonto. Tonto. Thank you, Tonto. Yes. And yeah. Angie. Angie. And, yep. Angie C. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> good. Well, cool. I think we hit it all. Uh, excellent work, guys. We'll see you next week. How about it? Let's How do about it. it. Be yes. Perfect. Peace. All right. Okay. Good luck with the tour, Greg. Yeah. Thanks. I'll, yeah, I'll have definitely. a full. I'll, I'll have a full report. Can't wait to hear about it, man. Honestly, so excited. Might be doing. It. Might be doing a little bit of an Eddie Van Halen tribute. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe some audio would be helpful. I don't know. Just yeah. Thought. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what we capture. <laughs> all right. Sweet. All right. Yeah, well, later, until y'all. next week, awesome. we'll see y'all then. Peace out. Peace. Peace.